so it's happening. <laughs> um, so I'm here with my wife, Erica, and I wanted to, uh, I really wanted to do this one first in anyways, but I wasn't sure if she wanted to do it originally, so um, I pretty much today was a week from the last time I did one, and I was really wanting to, and we talked about it, so we're doing it, and that's what we're here for. Hello. Um, yeah, so what we're going to talk about, and it's like stuff we talk about a lot, but, um, you know, maybe if somebody's wondering or, uh, you know, like possibly going through the same thing in their relationship, that they would be able to, um, like, take from it and, you know, see an alternate point of view or that there's other ways to do it. And, uh... That's really what it's for, just to be honest and open, like, with each other and to be present with each other. Um, and, again, to, like, reach out to anybody that, if, if in their relationship they relate or they don't understand, and it's, it's only going to, like, open up your understanding about, you know, other people and, and how there's different ways you can choose to operate. Um, so... I'll start with like the most obvious thing that we're going through is um we uh recently had a shift in who um you would call brings home the bacon (laughs) and uh that is you know in our society you're you're taught that the the man is always the one who provides financially, you know, like, at at all parts of life, like, if anybody raises the kids, it's going to be the mother, because that's what they're meant to do, and all of these things. I feel like we should give a little backstory on us. Okay. Like, I I feel like people should know that we've been together eight years, but only married for one, but we have two kids. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, we have... They're four and one. Mm Mm-hmm. Beta and Atlas continue with a backstory um so we met Aaron and I met at uh, Joe's Crab Shack eight years ago I was 20 and he was 21 and we have a lot of life that was lived between now and then but the first couple years were bumpy um to say the least and then um my dad passed away in 2014 Aaron and I were dating um, we broke up for a little bit, just due to life, and then we got pregnant with Atlas 2015, <coughs> had him 2016, so he's four, and then we got engaged in 2018, got pregnant with Beta right around the same time, had her February 2019, and then got married last September. So there's a very... Uh, fast timeline of yeah, our eight years. But, but that, <laughs> it's that's, important information. That's an easy timeline to um, like it, the thing that I think about when you were saying all that is how fast it happened. It was like one, each year was kind of consumed by like a, a major event. Yeah, a major event. And um, it's funny. Oh, and we bought a house last year too. Yeah, yeah. We This year has been, you think it's such everyone... Like we say, oh, nothing's happened this year, but this has definitely been our biggest year of like growth out of all of those years. Yeah, and I always think you, when we talk about that, about how much growth we've had, that a lot of people might not feel the same. Like they might feel a lot of loss, and um, we were we were just in a weird position to where the the virus didn't. It didn't directly affect our jobs. Um, like, and I was working for my parents at the time, so, I, like, we did insurance. And there's just some jobs, like banks and stuff, that they just weren't closing. So I, I, essential. Yeah, like, I had, I never really, like, got sent home or, everybody experienced, I think, a different thing during the virus. But uh, we, we were both technically essential in our jobs. So. Yeah. 
we didn't have to yeah she worked take any time i do massage she's a massage therapist and she at the time i think worked for a chiropractor yeah so we took like six weeks off yeah yeah so it hers did halt obviously at the beginning because of direct contact but um like either way I, I understand that everybody's going through different things and I'm sure when we yeah, br- I don't want to when we bring up yeah when we bring up growth yeah it's it's not like this is like through pain is a huge time to grow no matter what I think so if you've gone through a lot of pain and I feel like you know everybody has their own scale of what what really hurts but um it's just like you can grow a lot through it so I think that's just something I wanted to establish um because anytime you talk about in a time especially like it's like being at a funeral and being like yeah I just got a job promotion like you just don't want to do that at the wrong time and I I want I I don't think you no I know I'm I just think that you can say that we have grown a lot because we've been stuck at home with each other forever. Yeah. And, I mean, you don't have to sound ignorant at the same time of not being directly impacted by it. It doesn't mean you're mm-hmm. less understanding. Yeah. And th- this is what, like, this is exactly the kind of, uh, like, conversations me and Erica go oh, through. Oh, yeah, people get freaked the hell out about it. People are like, oh, God, are you guys arguing? Yeah. Now we're just <laughs> yeah. having a conversation. And, and it's because, like, we're... Like I'm, re- I've I have always told her like I love her for who she is and decides to be, and it changes, and like she can say the same thing about me. Yeah, Aaron's way better at emotions than I am. The most time I just giggle and he knows I mean it back. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know better at emotions, but <laughs> but um. So either way, better I, with I didn't, words, I didn't, not emotions. Better with yeah, words. Yeah, yeah, okay. that may be true. Okay, that's right. But back to what she was saying about um, this year, I will let her continue about what you're saying about growth, and or she might not know, and that that happens. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was a while ago, <laughs> like um, three minutes. I just meant growth within our relationship, like just as a husband and wife and not just as a mom or a dad or a worker, as a provider, but just as a husband and wife relationship wise, we've done a lot of growing. Okay. So (laughs) we uh, did a really scattered backstory right there to kind of set the stage for what we were trying to talk about originally, which is I have left my role in society as the sole provider financially for my family, even though I did that for a lot of the relationship. Yeah, every job Aaron's done is because I got pregnant unexpectedly, and it was like, oh, everyone's telling you, oh, it's time to make some money. You have a family now, you know. You got a pregnant wife at home. It's time to pull up your bootstraps, and get on it. Yeah, buckle down. Yeah, which and and I was. It's not that I wasn't happy to do it because I had that sense of responsibility within me whether it was like at the time it was the right thing to do yeah. and that was fine and, and it was the only thing to do journey. like I, yeah. I wasn't like yeah go you know go work in a warehouse uh, eight months pregnant like yeah. that was not gonna happen <laughs> like I, I, I was actually happy to do it. it it's just that for me what I've always gone through is um, and this is where it gets real but um, like the the lack of having your parents around because of how much they work is um it's definitely uh, impacting and uh that drove me to try the uh, the alternate side of it yeah, which and was I feel like uh, that's something you might have like stifled down until now seeing the time that you get to have with your kids yeah and uh, no, in time times like this um, really make me see how uh, how hurtful it was. But but now you have the option yeah. to feel that pain, choose the yeah. pain, work through the pain, and change it for you and your family. Yeah. <coughs> but we have a lot of people asking us. 
like how are you doing it you know yeah. like asking Aaron and I and uh, checking in and it's like you're just doing it and it's been really amazing like Aaron now like Aaron like letting out emotion now this is never <coughs> something that we were able to really just sit and figure out about ourselves like why do we react the way we do why do we get so mad about this why are we so triggered by that why do we feel this way about them and now it's so much more like <clears throat> I don't I mean I think I can speak for Aaron on this when I say we have so much more like time to go within ourselves and figure out like all right these are things we need to change these are things we're good at you know these are our two little tiny angel humans that we're responsible for yeah yeah and, and not being afraid because I know um you know any guy that's gonna hear this is gonna go through their like you know conceived thoughts in their head about what it means to be emotional and what it makes you look like and whether or not you could um like you could actually be emotional and um like that's to me like a lie we've been taught as um and and just to know when I say men it's it's not even like your gender as much as the social constructs that come along with with being called like a boy or a big boy and you got to be strong um those are things that I you know every family is going to be different but like a lot of guys are told that all you're supposed to be is you know like tough or or like you know strong and those are those are huge qualities that every human possesses um but it's like we're driven that direction of like you always have to protect and 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 that could be like an evolutionary thing but i mean look at lions and who who goes out and hunts and kills the food for the entire pack it's it's not the male lion even though the male it isn't? Oh, I no it no no it's not it's, it's <laughs> i was uh, like where is he going the, with this? not that male lions won't go but the female lions are like the the main aggressor mm-hmm. in it happening and they like well that's true they make it happen i mean what well, no it's it was well, indifferent in you know think about like you look at a praying mantis praying mantis and and the male mantis have a uh you know a lot of intercourse <laughs> yeah yeah i watch too many documentaries but the, they have intercourse and the the female bites his head off like for it for the nutrients and is like see you later like it like this whole like male female gender thing is not even like that is not even what like affects i i think like and again i use the term guys but anybody that's been driven this idea in your head that you have to ignore all emotions except you you actually do feel an emotion it's just anger all the time and which disguises itself as sadness, yeah. anxiety, well, or power. Like you don't need to be there. Like. You, well, some guys associated with power. The, yeah. you know, they're like, when I'm angry, I'm yeah. powerful, I'm and drywall. yeah, and then that's why, I'm, like, you know, a lot of guys will take it out like in the aggressive way. But, um, like, I I don't really, I'm not here to tell you how you're supposed to live, but I couldn't live without the the whole spectrum of my emotions. And even in moments like that to where, like, I'm I'm actually feeling something and I'm afraid to release it just because somebody, somebody might judge me on it. Like, like, it, it's, it's a ridiculous made up idea in your head that you can't, um, like, be vulnerable with people that care about you. And I, and I feel like anybody that's, um, you know, really cares about you. It is is going to like accept all parts of you, you know, whether they would do the same way. Yeah, and if you find yourself judging someone on something or not liking somebody for something, there's something in you that's triggered by that. So it's something about yourself, yeah. anyway. So when I, you know, I mean, I can't tell you how many men personally in my life when I've met Aaron, like would be like, not I don't know, making fun's wrong with judging him for not, you know, like like I said, wanting to punch drywalls and stuff. Like he he yeah. was just so like always emotionally in tune. Well and then Yeah, you everybody gets um taken a certain way and, and Yeah, but really what it is when that happens in certain situations like that, it's like, dang, I can never like address my emotions that way. Like how does he do that? How is yeah. he able to address what he's feeling? Like, well well um somebody I'm going to have on a podcast really soon was just talking about uh, 
how when you sense a polarity, like if if you're if you're like and I like look at the yin and yang symbol. Like if you're the white side of the yin and yang symbol and you something encounters you that's the black side, that's the perfect contrast, it it like a lot of times your first reaction is to go like you know that that's not right or I can never do that and and you just go into you know again like this identity crisis of like how could you be that way and um and and that's like where if if when you're judging somebody a lot of times that's what's it's like the the sense of polarity something the complete opposite of you and because you in in some things we can all a lot of people can agree on but if somebody's a, not like you or you think that a certain way you're like judging this um like i call you can call it a role like a role you're playing in a movie everybody tries to play these roles and then they convince each other of the role they're playing and if and a lot of people use this uh, way of saying it but like you play your role and i'll i'll like agree to it and and then I'll play my role if you agree to it. Yeah. Like we're just all agreeing to these roles we're supposed to be playing. Yeah, and it goes so like, so 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 freaking deep. It's not just like, all right, these are those roles, whatever. It's like okay, it's how you were raised. It's who you looked up to. It's who mm-hmm. you listened to. It's what school you went to. Who you hung out with. Who your siblings were. What you decided to wear. It's all these things wrapped up into where you are now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like... So, even, I mean, even just talking about identity sometimes is funny because it's like, okay, so what did you go through to make that? Why are you that way? <laughs> like, it's not just mm-hmm. like you've, I don't know, woken up and chosen to do this. It's been a long time coming. And with Aaron, even in this podcast now, it's like... So, I, I wanted to address these questions, too. Like, I, all the time now, I'm like, how are you doing it? People are like, how are you doing it? How are you doing? And, like, I've had a couple people be like, are you Okay. And I'm like, am I okay with making a lot of money and seeing my husband all the time? Yeah, I'm okay with that. Am I okay with working 20 hours a week and being able to pay all the bills and see my kids and my husband? <laughs> yeah, that's fine with me, you know? Having more free time than I've ever had. Coming home with my husband, being happy and being in a good mood and being ready to be like, all right, I'll play with the kids now. You can relax. Like, that's mm-hmm. never been that way before. Yeah. We're both terrible at cleaning, so can't say the house got any cleaner, but we've just... Uh, yeah, well, accepted that one as a feat. What really happened is like I went from when when I was working all the time, I I became this role. Like I became all all these roles, like uh, the provider, the you know the strong husband, you know. Yeah, and then expected to come home at night and be like, "Hi, wife. Let me just take those two kids from you and uh, tidy up dinner." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And like she was with the kids, which I don't. If you have kids or don't. Yeah, um, stay at you, home moms. It's it's not yeah or dads it's not easy all the time because like you have a experimental brand new human that literally will test every limit to see if it is a limit and then they'll test it again to see if that was a fluke like like having kids is crazy and it's not Hilarious. always it's not always coloring and nice pictures like. They have emotional outbursts oh, today, because they're and, figuring it out. Me and like, my son were walking to the car, and he said, Mom, my feet are cold. I said, they're cold. He said, yeah, they're cold as hell. I said, Atlas, you can't say they're cold as hell. He said, can I say it around Mommy, just not Nina? <laughs> and Nina's her mom, by the way. <laughs> he said, okay, Mom, they're cold as hell. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I think the point of that was that, like, kids are uh experimental hilarious and they pick up on everything like everything yeah but it's made us as a couple be like oh maybe we need to change these things maybe we need to change and really in the past month or two has been the real redirection of it all yeah ever since we've kind of transitioned from like being a okay mom you're gonna be the emotional like holder and dad you're gonna take care of all the money like now it's more of a mesh like more of a I can see the importance of like a spouse having not be able to read you but be able to kind of pick up what you're putting down at certain times of like all right like you've done this I do this 
I don't know, just kind of going back and forth with it instead of it all being like a roll, like you were saying, every single day. Like, yeah. all right, when you get home, it's going to be time to cook dinner and then we're going to do bath and then we're going to clean. Like, there's nothing wrong with that, but it was not working for us. Yeah. You and I did not like the routine of it that. It was just not, we both are very adventurous. We both like spontaneity. And I think with the, uh, the mundane of all that stupid shit, really, it just got to us, wore us down. And I think we both knew deep down that that was not what we were supposed to be doing. Yeah, yeah, it it was eating away at me, like, and I would come home and not be able to be the, like, I guess fulfill the roles I cared about most about fulfilling, which is being, like, being a, a present father and a present husband, like, and, like, you know, showing, showing love to people that really were, um, wanting that, and, gosh, these are all things that are, um, that I'm probably just now (sighs) and it's interesting as a woman to see a man like go through this like almost like purposeful release of emotions like finally being allowed to be like oh I can feel whatever I want now because there isn't anything that I have to finish or do or feel responsible to obtain because then you can't really feel all the emotions that you're trying to feel and now watching Aaron go through almost like the rush of it, like the feeling of it coming up and being able to experience it without being like, oh shit, I got to go to work in five minutes or, oh no, you know, I got to do this or do that or pay this bill or whatever. And just him being able to be as a person has been amazing because I get to watch this like unfolding of not necessarily who he is but even just like what he actually enjoys and how he likes to spend his time and you know what 10 minutes of downtime will do for a person that was really just a break to let him get some tears out yeah (laughs) and it felt really good been um a lot of me trying to (laughs) direct things um like I was I was trying to set up a like a certain space like that was all perfect and the electronics weren't working out and like all these things were happening but I I wasn't letting it get to me because I was like and in all honesty I just want to talk to her and let whatever needs to happen happen and uh I kept trying to think of how I would, like, run the show or whatever, and and this is like a, a like a perfect example of you know, like I'm never allowed myself just to to like let go of these things and um, talking about them and like being being vulnerable. Uh, it actually feels a lot better than no. Uh, than you think it would. It's like every every single um every single thing you kind of like talk out and let out into the air. Um, it really does feel like you're like letting all of it go, and most of it as I think a, a person raised the way I was in this um, role I had to fulfill was to be. To, to suppress all of that stuff, like to not allow myself to to not want to be a certain way, you know, because it, it goes against everybody's idea of what I have to be. Yeah. It's it's yeah. just funny it's how so this interesting, like, like the childhood thing, how much it brings up to yeah, and how I was. It's funny because I was raised the same way. I was raised as a woman, even being told like, "Oh, you're gonna do like." This is what you got to do when you grow up, you know? Like, you got to... I was never once ever told, like, oh, you just need to marry a man with money. Even though my dad and my mom... My mom never worked. She was an amazing... Still is an amazing mom. And 
um, ran the house with me and my two siblings, and my dad went to work every day, but I was never told to go marry me with money. I was told, like, oh, you're going to do really whatever the hell I want to do, and then I did. That's the thing. Like, I was always brought up with so much confidence, almost to the point of <laughs> it being ridiculous, because now I just think I'm awesome all the time. Almost, like I said, to a point of being obnoxious, but... <laughs> But it's, it's interesting to see the balance of like, okay, Aaron wanted to set that down. And I was like jumping out of my skin to be like, I want to go to work because I, I love my work so much. I love helping people and I love being able to like be in the intimate atmosphere with people and talk to them and get to know them and help heal them and not be away from my kids for long periods of time. Make a significant amount of money in a short period of time. It was just, it's a yeah. really a dream job for me. Yeah. And so when Aaron was like, you know, like I think it was back in June maybe even May he was like you know I'm really thinking about quitting and I was like oh hell yeah let's do it because you know I've already got these clients like I've got worked for a chiropractor four years he's quitting I'm gonna go start my own place anyway soon and I was like why don't we just stay for two months get enough to where that we feel comfortable yeah to make the transition to make the transition and then we just freaking did it I mean we were like all right this is the day we're doing it and we did it and then we went on a week vacation right after yeah and it was amazing yeah and and like gosh the biggest thing that I've gotten from all of this is like um like like I actually really Crying, giggling, crying, giggling—that's um, what we do. So, uh, what I was trying to get out, <laughs> and I did, is that I'm so happy to be alive, and uh, so grateful for like everything that I have, and uh, setting intentions every morning and yesterday Atlas asked me why I was talking to myself (laughs) words just make it more real they make you feel it more too yeah you can think things as much as you want but as soon as you say it yeah emotions usually come with it yeah you hear it it's it's like a whole different rush And I'm like happy, I'm happy to do this, you know. It's taught us a lot about being present day to day. Yeah. Like, and I mean, I'm like, I'm just trying to address random questions we've gotten asked throughout all this, but like people are like, so what's the plan? The now, the plan is now. Yeah. There's no plan. I mean, we're just living our lives yeah, we day have, to day. We have, and uh, I know that sounds ridiculous. I know we have two kids. Like, I know that we're not living in a freaking shed. You know, we know where our yeah. food's come from. We got money saved. Like, it's not even about that. It's the fact that I know what I'm doing is good work. And it's it's my right path. So, I know money will continue to flow in because I'm doing yeah, the good work. Yeah. And I'm finally taking... And money is not the only thing that's important. That's the main one of the main things I wanted to get at here. Like, it's I've, I've had money and I've not had money. And either way, I have found ways to be happy. Sometimes... I mean, definitely happier now than sometimes in my life where I had more money. Like, and money doesn't allow experiences. I was taught that recently, too. Like, money does not equate an experience, which was something really hard for me to learn. Like, I can go, we built a freaking fire pit off with free concrete and have had so many fun times out there already versus, you know, something we've done before spending hundreds of dollars. It doesn't, that was such a hard lesson for me to learn. Like, yeah. okay, so you have $50 in your account right now and you're like, I can't do anything fun. There's plenty of things, but there's plenty of fun to be had. 
Yeah, I mean, how many times have you seen families at Disney World arguing? And you're like, yeah, I, I've my family's been one of those families. Like, we're arguing at Disney World. Like, it, you know, yeah, look you around, can, take a second. You can pay all that money and, and be I think in that's the most what magical the, place. The um, clarity that's come for me lately is like, if you really look at every single tiny thing, even sitting where you're sitting. And realize the things that have to be going on for you to be where you are. All the tiny details. Like, it's really important <laughs> to recognize. And I feel like it really has helped me with, like, the being present process. Yeah. Yeah, I've never, I've never, I can't, I don't know if I never, because I probably was present when I was a kid. But, I, I like, I was always, um, like, trying to do something that was going to make me happy. And, um. It's like when I stepped, when I stepped away from a lot of the, uh, the roles I was trying to fulfill, that's when I, like, could see how much certain things didn't make me happy, and how, how, like, like, I mean, just now, you you felt, I mean, you literally felt how, um, like, how much pain I held, held in about some, some of that stuff, and, um, but it's an amazing thing to learn to be yeah. able to take that pain. Yeah. Feel it. Okay, and that's another thing. There's no wrong... It's not bad to feel emotion. Mm. A lot of people look like, oh, God, I don't want to feel angry, so I'm going to go, you know, have a drink, or I'm going to go go to the gym. Like, no, mm-hmm. which is fine. You know, there's healthy, ways. There's healthy ways to cope and unhealthy yeah. ways to cope. Yeah. But if you just feel it and release it, it teaches yeah. you so much. Yeah, and and you don't identify with it. Like all those things I identified with. No, and being able to change for me, like I I love the the feeling and the thought of you know, I'm frustrated in the car with the kids, they're freaking out, and I'm like, "All right, I'm going to take this energy and I'm going to feel it cuz I'm kind of pissed, and then I'm going to put it back in the air as just, you know, like I love my kids. This is, you know, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy, which is genuine. I'm not just saying that being sarcastic like, "Oh god, you know, like just twisting that energy and putting it back out as positivity has really like been one of my goals lately. Like to take that negative thought or feeling or whatever and just feel it and then release it in a way of turning it around and putting it back out as positive. Yeah. And it's changed my aspect and perspective on a lot of things. Because what really is serious enough to get that mad about? Not many things. Yeah. And why are you mad? Because it triggers something within you, not because that other person is doing anything. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you can't. Well, th- they might be doing something that's you consider making you mad but what is making you mad like what? yeah a funny example me and my mom went to a mexican restaurant the other night and she had a hard time working something with her phone and there was a, a car alarm going off and on she was like god why's that car key going off and i was like is it the car mom and she was like no it's the phone and i was like exactly yeah. like slight annoyances usually are something yeah be, being annoyed by and that comes right right back to our relationship. Me and Aaron, I mean, I'm not going to even lie. Like, there were some weeks where it was like we couldn't even be in the same room, say two sentences without being like, that's annoying. Like, why are you being so annoying? Yeah, yeah. Problem with big communication, too, is that uh, we communicate to a uh, to an extent. Well, yeah, we communicate about everything. <laughs> even, even when there's a lot of times where we probably should shut up, both yeah, of us. Yeah, we talk a lot. Yeah. So, and, and that's something, you know, like, every relationship's different. Like, we we have our, uh, like, our dynamic. And, and uh, like, think about how many things, how many traumas, like, that you've experienced. And then, like, you can't be like, oh, yeah, they you, they have never felt something just because it's not what you felt. Like, what, what somebody else goes through is something you don't, you don't have the ability to understand unless you actually try to listen to them. Like, if... You know, if you just assume you understand what other people's viewpoint is without actually listening to them, like hearing what they have to say, even if you don't agree or whatever it is, um, like it's not about agreeing. It's about like, like understanding that everybody is having a certain experience based on a lot of these things. And a lot of them, a lot of them, they don't even know that they're like, it's like a spell they're in. Yeah. Like, I mean, all a belief is... Okay, so when you get an argument with somebody, all you're doing is arguing your beliefs, which are, were at one point like your attitudes or just like someone you really looked up to said or you read it online at a really like positive time on your life. Like, 
things that you believe are not things that you were like born to believe. Like I wasn't born to believe, you know, like they're all things that you have learned to believe. So you're just arguing, you know, the argument is just your egos arguing about who's right for no reason. Yeah. I mean, if you're arguing against, you know, should we uh, toss this kitten in the lake or not, then that's one thing that, that comes into, like, moral right and wrong. Yeah, yeah. But if you're talking about, like, hey, should we hang up that curtain right there or over there, like, yeah. who freaking cares? Or, or how, how you handle handle pain, like, like you know, yeah, everybody I mean, handles... Yeah, I mean, there's just so many things There's in, no in right way for everyone. And everyone so has their own preference, too. Like, with Aaron and I, like, I am... So, social Aaron is social at certain times I'm social all the time I I would be fine going in a group setting yeah. majority of the time and I'd be fine sitting in the middle of it and getting all the attention of that group too which is Aaron's biggest nightmare uh, so we I mean if it's like a party party like if it's like everyone's like dancing and stuff yeah I mean why you like to be social in the middle of a circle of attention no I I, I don't know I've just been Feeling a little social? No, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Attention is uh, something I've like. Like I was just reading something about someone that seeks attention is feels like the, it's again the reason they're seeking it is because they um, had a huge lack for it, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of shy people, and being shy is like an inferiority inferiority mm-hmm. complex. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's something I was thinking about, too. Like, I I don't want to call my kids shy anymore. Or, like, attention. Like, attention is just a word for, like, people are going to give their attention however they want. You know, and, and like, you seeking attention to me is, like, a, uh, it's, like, uh, admitting something that you're, you don't feel like you're getting. Just, like, like, a, a shy person not, uh, you know, not liking a compliment or not, you know, not going into a room of people is really, like, something inside them that's a lie that says that they're not, like, equally as important or things like that. I was just saying that I was using this example with arguments, like, I'm social and you're not as social, and it just has to do with our preference. It doesn't mean one of us is right or wrong. No, no. If you want to go to a... You know, we do different things with each other because we love each other, but there's things that you've done for me and I've done for you that we just do because we know each other and enjoy it. Like Yeah. Well well I was saying just because you were saying what I you asked would I like being in the center of the room. Like I, I don't really know how to answer that now. Like I would say how I felt most of my life was that no, I didn't want any eyes on me. I wanted to be the observer. Like of the a situation that I wasn't necessarily involved in, but now it's not. I don't think of it like that because um, if I was getting attention before, like it was because I felt like I didn't didn't get it. But for me, it wasn't like I I, I wasn't trying to seek something I wasn't getting. I was I personally didn't think I deserved the attention or whatever. So that's just when. You know, yeah, that's, different. I, that's what you know what I'm saying. Like that's kind of like the two, two sides of it. Cause, cause like, there's some people that they seek attention because they don't get it, and there's some people that shy away from attention because they feel like they don't deserve it. And it's really not up to you to tell somebody yeah. how much they deserve because like they they have their own like you don't know what they're like the battle or whatever that's happening inside. I guess like. You, of what they they feel is right and it's like they're they're calling compared to where they they keep telling themselves like you know i'm not worth that or or whatever like you can be whoever you want to be like there's no like you know i kind of like veered off there but it just made me think about it made me think about like wanting attention or not wanting it Mm -hmm. like you know and i think that because for so long I've been like that person that didn't want it but it was always because I felt like I didn't deserve it not because I didn't want attention you know yeah. like I that's think just, just like I, I don't worry about getting attention like I uh, there's the, the people I love and I like I care about and when I'm talking to somebody I want to, them to give me attention and uh, like but I don't expect 
I don't know, you just made me think about that. Yeah. <laughs> so, that was an interesting uh, rant. It's important, though, it's a big change in you. <coughs> yeah. And, uh, I, I do this for, like, healing in myself as much as anything else. And I do really want other people to feel that they can have these kind of conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and feel hurt. Like, like, I, I, I mean, I definitely. We and, sure as hell do not know what we're doing, but we're doing it no. every single day. I'm just, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to I, like. I just think we've like, just come down to the belief. Cause Aaron and I have both had like some really like things that you could look at as pretty hard happen to us in life and we're so fairly positive people and I think I know I can speak for myself big time on this I just want to enjoy it I want I mean like if I had a rag of happiness I want to squeeze it all over myself every single day all day like I never ever almost like I know it might be a problem that I never want to feel sad or angry but I want to have as much fun as possible all the time. So I was like, we got to figure that out. Like, why not? We're yeah. together. We both have the same goal. Like, even when you're why not there. just be as happy as we possibly can? And our kids, our kids are four and one. Like, they're fine <laughs> playing with us all day right now. So why not take it in? Yeah, yeah, because they're gonna. Like, we have they're, really wonderful kids. The reality is, they're they're like the reason they want to get out and do their own thing eventually is because they're their own people. And, like, all the stuff you, we, like, focused on pushing on them or trying to, you know, you try to mold them into this certain thing that you feel like is the best way. And even that, like, has changed a lot. Like, uh, (gasps) us letting our kids be who they need to be. Yeah, and sometimes we're like, oh, my God, that's weird. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And and, and, and we still clash. Like, it's still, like, a a weird thing to to be, like, you know, let, let them feel how they need to feel. And stop trying to tell them how they feel. Like, um, I, you know. Yeah, a lot of the times when your kid asks you to do something and you say no, the reasons you're saying no is because you don't want to get up and get it out for them. It's yeah. not because you don't genuinely want them to do that. You don't care if your kid paints. You just don't want to get up and get all the paint yeah. supplies out. Yeah, like. Which is okay sometimes. I'm not saying, like, you have to be on your feet all day every day and you're your kid's only constant source of entertainment. Yeah. But. You gotta realize, like, okay, the kid's eventually gonna stop asking you. Yeah, and then and they'll maybe either, they were gonna be a painter, and now they're not. Yeah, or either, or they'll do it behind your back, and then it'll be that kind of clash. They feel like they have to hide everything. Yeah, and from then all you of a sudden your walls are because you'll because you'll never approve of them, or or that you you know they never like she said they never do it because they think that they they come to the conclusion that you're right and they don't love to paint. You know, instead of letting them do what they want to do. Like, uh, and and again, that comes with a certain moral thing. Like, you're not going to go let your kid, like, crack open a beer and turn it up just because, <laughs> you know, they're in the fridge. Like, like, we're talking about, like, letting your kid kind of decide more so how their days are going to go instead of feeling like somebody decides their life like yeah with our son we've tried really hard lately Aaron brought it to our attention like he doesn't seem like really happy lately and we've tried to let because once you have a younger kid once you have two kids that younger one kind of just like comes in like a freaking bulldozer and it's like I'm here now you know like you're gonna get in trouble for everything you or I do yeah you know so we noticed that with Atlas that Veda and Atlas would be playing Veda would take his toy and we'd be like okay Atlas whatever you're just gonna have to deal with it because it's easier to calm you down than her she's a baby yeah and now we've started to be like more like thoughtful and watching about, them a little bit closer about yeah. like okay this is not fair to Atlas like yeah or, I don't or, want him to ever feel like uh, they don't hear me like they don't listen to me and they just care about Veda yeah yeah because w- when you have a when you your first kid and I I can honestly say like I I love my first kid so much sometimes I'm like. I, I worry about him being my favorite. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Like I love him so much. I mean, he he was he was the the child that taught me how you know to be a, a dad. I you know in a way like it, it was he's always ha- holds that like a special place. But um, but pretty much um, what we were doing is like telling him, you know, you need to you need to let her have that. 
and you need to get out of her way and hold on. We're dealing with her. Yeah, it was just always and, just like whatever was the most convenient for me and Aaron. Yeah. Like it was just more about like, okay, when will all the noise like shut the hell up and we can just sit here in peace and quiet? It had nothing to do with who was doing what. Yeah. It was all about our personal preference. Yeah, and we were so, uh, at the time, especially me, I was so worried about like accomplishing all of these things like because I've, I've never been the nine to five person like I've always had artistic dreams and stuff and I still do I still love to do those things and that's you know those are things I'm I'm gonna do because I like to do them but what what I was doing was I was taking all my time away from my children to provide which is a role that I was just fulfilling even at times I, I didn't feel like I should be this is just to be said that if you ever feel like there's something in you that really is telling you like oh I don't like this like I don't feel like this is right then don't you can look into that even if you don't make a dramatic action you're allowed to look within and be like why why do I feel that way and that doesn't necessarily mean like quit your job and go live on an island it just means like maybe you know, stop and get your favorite coffee that you want, but you feel guilty about getting because it's $5. Like, maybe it just means, you know, asking for help with something that you really need help with that you feel guilty to need help for. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't always have like, to be some big dramatic notion. It can just allow be like, yourself you can live whatever, like, you can live however you want to live. And everyone's like, no, you can't. Like, you got to pay your bills. Like, yeah, you still got to live within those kinds of means, but you can still create the life that you want. You're the only one holding you back from whatever money you want to make too. Like, and I'm not saying there are not people in shitty situations because that's ignorant. There are, but when it comes to your emotional and mental state, you have a lot of power that you, a lot of people don't realize that you have a lot of power within. Yeah. Whatever you want is uh, like if you want like if you want to be a present dad who spends a lot of time with their kids and builds strong relationship with their kids because you spend eight hours a day or nine hours a day doing that instead of going to a job that's not providing as much and money. still having energy to give to me like yeah. Aaron now is way more present husband like we're way more present spouse because of yeah being able to be like hey, we need this or we need that and it being fulfilled instead of it being like, well, I've already spent all my energy doing this. I can't give any well, more. Like, and, and she she doesn't, like, it, we're becoming more in tune with what the other's needing without having to voice it so much because I'm actually present. seeing what it's yeah, like. Yeah, and when you're and here, you're here. What it's like. You know, when you're here and you're um, at home, you're here. It's not like you're, like, yeah. in your phone or whatever. Like, you're, like, super present in the moment now. Yeah. Well, as much as I try, I, I, as much as I can be. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard. But but. This is the first time we've been alone, and. Yeah, yeah, our kids. Time. So are... this is like the first conversation that we've had for this length of time about this without being interrupted by our kids. Yeah. But uh, talk it out. So you, like, come to a better understanding about other people and your whether that be your spouse or you know that like I'm I'm happy I that like I'm happy we did this because this is this is like was extremely beneficial for us it was extremely beneficial for me personally I she can decide what what it was to her because that's hers but uh, like for me personally this was way more than I try to you know distribute or delegate about what the where the direction of this was gonna go and um like which is so interesting yeah because it's like that's how our life has kind of been like yeah it's like as soon as we just let all that stupid stuff go yeah, you, life all of a sudden was like damn this is nice like, like the other day i had a day off and we had plenty you know we have money and we could have done whatever we wanted and we were like let's just stay let's just hang out and enjoy like enjoy each other and like yeah. I mean that is not to say we don't enjoy our alone time every single night. We have our alone time. Yeah, but we cannot. My but f- now my alone time isn't all I'm worried about when I get home because I'm so 
I'm not so stressed. Yeah, like, you're not having to put like, everything I don't into even, three hours. Like, I don't... Like, yeah, I want... Sometimes I want 30 minutes or an hour of, like... Like, to where I, I'm not bothered yeah, or whatever. Eventually, I want to come back on here and dive into more, like, the deep spiritual shit of it all. Because this is just the surface level, really, of everything that yeah. we've been going through. This, this is, is, like, yeah. the the outer layer of our onion. Yeah, yeah. This, this but is, it gets pretty deep. Yeah, well, this this is a question that I, we felt... It's like A lot weird. of people have been asking us, like, how are y'all doing? Are mm-hmm. you do, doing it? And I'm learning that it is finance, <laughs> finances, because how are you doing it? Are you okay? Yeah. Are you okay doing they, it? Do, yeah, like, it's we're a, good. <laughs> it's a social construct that people think that the woman has no capability of providing finances for the family. And it's funny because all growing up and even up until now, like, I've always seen myself as someone that will work. And not just work because I have to work, but work because I want to work. I want to contribute. And that is not me saying at all that being a stay-at-home mom is anything negative. I mean, like, obviously you're contributing to your kids. Well, you were for years. And I was. Yeah, for years. That shit is stressful. I mean, it is hard. It is really freaking hard. Honestly, when I go to work, I'm like, dang, this is like the easy part of my day. The the point is, the point isn't, isn't to be something that anything like it's to like trust yourself, like, like go look, like look with inside yourself. And nothing great really happens unless you take a little bit of a risk too. Yes. Uh, look inside yourself (laughs) and, and try pretty much try to see the things that that are bothering you you know yeah and and be okay with like address it uh, yeah addressing those things like be honest with other people and yourself you can't let the good in until you let the bad out you can't let yeah. light in until you let the dark drain out you gotta breathe in the light and let out all that negative shit <laughs> Yeah, and that's Erica's way of doing it. Yeah, there are other ways to do it, I suppose. But that one works pretty well for everybody. Yeah. Well, it was fun. Anything else? My kids are about to be back. They're about to get a lot louder. Yep. See you next time. Bye, Erica. Bye. Oh, yeah.